Hey everybody, this is Sean from Harmonix. Uh, welcome to this, our third podcast on 11609. Uh, big news this week, we released Lego Rock Band on the 3rd, so I imagine a few of you are out there um, jamming on Lego Rock Band and enjoying uh, some of the sweet modes on there. If you haven't picked it up already, uh, it is exportable to Rock Band 2, and you can uh, really enjoy that. Uh, the other thing I wanted to bring up, if you haven't signed up for the newsletter yet, you should. By now, you should. Um, if you haven't signed up yet, you can sign up at just rockband.com. Scroll down the page a little bit. There's a field there. You just put in your email address. We'll send you future editions of the newsletter, which uh, happens in the weeks where we don't put out the podcast, which is pretty awesome. So first up, we have an interview uh, that I did with the folks from Desert Bus for Hope. Uh, they are actually a comedy group called Loading Ready Run, but uh, in November, they do this thing called Desert Bus for Hope. What they basically do is play the worst video game ever created. It's so bad, it, it wasn't even released. And all of the money, they, they take in donations while they're playing it. The more donations they get, the longer they have to continuously play it. And all of that money goes to charity. It goes to the Child's Play charity that, you know, of course, we're very good friends with. It's the charity that Penny Arcade started up to buy toys and video games for kids in children's hospitals. Uh, so at any rate, they put together this fantastic event where they play Desert Bus. It's horrible. The whole thing is sort of webcast. They do skits, they make fun of each other, and they do uh, stunts. But at any rate, I got a chance to sit down with them, and that is this interview. All right, so this is Sean, and I am here with the gang from Loading Ready Run, uh, who do, if you don't know, uh, Desert Bus. Uh, I believe it's uh, uh, Bus for Hope. Desert Bus for Desert Hope. Um, so if you don't know about it, I'm going to let them explain a little bit about what it is. We try to help them out uh, a little bit, and, and um, I hope you guys check it out when it goes live. Let them talk a little bit more about it. Uh, Desert Bus for Hope is a charity gaming marathon we put on each November at DesertBus.org. Uh, we play Penn & Teller's Desert Bus, possibly the most boring video game you've ever seen or heard of, and uh, we keep playing until you stop donating to the children. So uh, the more people donate and watch our feed and have us do silly things, the, uh, the more money uh, Child's Play makes and uh, the more toys and games and general good things they can donate to children's hospitals around the world. I, I think uh, the other thing is uh, there, you do have a webcam running the entire time um, and, and oftentimes people will write in with money that they will offer you to do crazy things. Crazy, yeah, crazy mad things. Um, it, yeah, we do a 24-hour uh, live stream and you know, people are not are not just donating to extend our suffering at playing this game. They will say, "I'll give you guys twenty bucks to sing the theme song to Ninja Turtles," and then we'll be like, "Okay," or "I'll give you money to wear a dress or put a shoe on your head." Or I think uh, James, you had your uh, your pants on your head for an entire four for hour a, shift. For a four hour shift, I became pants on head James. Art was drawn by it. It was fantastic. <laughs> Basically, we are your butt monkeys for the for the entire you know five or six days or however the hell long we do it this year because it depends on how much you give. Uh, now you had to shave. Yeah, yeah, I had a I had a beard for seven years, uh, and uh, yeah, I I, uh, I said that if we made more than we made the previous year, uh, then I would shave my beard, and we made about three times as much. So uh, this is me talking without a beard now. <laughs> so. It's so sad, <laughs> so sad. Um, 
So let's see. The the so you guys will be playing. What day? When do you actually start this year? Um, November twentieth. November twentieth at six p.m. Uh, it's a Friday. Pacific time. Pacific time. Yes, that's important. So the West Coast, uh, and I don't, that's pretty much it when we start. And then we go to whenever you stop donating money. Yeah. But we have a we, we have a twist because we because uh, this is the first year that we've opened uh, donations up this early. And uh, James uh, said that, uh, well, I mean, you should explain so, Operation Kill James. Operation Kill James is quite simple. Um, I thought of it last year, maybe two or three days after Desert Bus ended. And the, the challenge is simple. Basically, if we can raise $10,000 before we start, I will drive for 12 consecutive hours. So from 6 p.m. until 6 a.m. My God. It should be fun. And we're already at like $2,000, so I'm a little worried. <laughs> I'm going to say you're screwed. Yeah. Sam. <laughs> One of the other cool things that we do uh, to keep people watching, the people on the stream love, is, is uh, we get um, uh, things uh, donated. Uh, we, as we get uh, celebrities phoning in, and uh, well, uh, celebrities, people we think are awesome, like Will Wheaton and Felicia Day, and uh, and uh, they phone in and say hi, and then they'll often auction stuff off, uh, also for donations. Uh, this year, um, you know, we've been talking to a whole bunch of people uh, recently, but uh, so far we know uh, Yahtzee from Zero Punctuation is going to phone in and give away some of his little toy plush imps which will be pretty cool. Uh, last year, actually, Harmonix gave away a complete set of rock band with all the instruments to... Uh, was it, I think we, did, we, we raffled it, actually, uh, which was pretty fantastic. And so you can look forward to some, some sweet stuff this year as well. Anything we can do to increase your pain over time, and le the length of the pain, more specifically. We appreciate it. Um, so on, on, uh, as far as Desert Bugs goes, um, what would you say is the best part about the game? Best part about... Desert bus is that we only have to play it once a year. <laughs> um, it's no, it's really, really designed to be as awful as possible, and it's. Well, I guess there's a bug splat halfway through, but it's really, it's really, really bad. It's oh, but it's, the verisimilitude of the game is unparalleled. <laughs> it's uh, the the best thing actually that works makes Desert Bus work is that um, it's such a. Um, Sim sort of simple game like it's 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 a game that's just designed to drive you to complete you know boredom uh, and so it, but it allows us enough uh, and enough you know you don't have to pay that much attention to the game so we can do all these crazy things we can have the driver play upside down and it doesn't really affect his ability to play at all uh, or or backwards or I think we did it with his eyes closed for a while we had when we we had uh, one guy standing behind the other guy covering his eyes and then the other guy would just say left well, left, left, every once in a while to get him to turn. Morgan and I did ghost ride the bus for a while as well, <laughs> where we put the controller on the arm of the chair and we sort of stood on the side of the chair. And <laughs> there's, there's, really, there's really entertaining visuals going along with this that you're just not getting. Yeah, it's, yeah he was uh, bouncing. Like it, kind of like you were riding a bull, sort of. Also, make, also making a hyphy face. Oh, there was a hyphy face in there. His face. Fantastic. Well, uh, I guess good luck, guys. Um, we'll be there. We'll probably auction off something as well, uh, send something along with you guys, and uh, uh, it is seriously one of the most entertaining fundraisers I think I've ever heard of. It's, if you love schadenfreude, you will love Desert Bus for Hope. <laughs> so, all right, uh, Sean, and signing off.
everyone. It's time for another social segment on the Harmonics Community Podcast. Today, we are talking about something really cool and very unique to the Harmonics office environment and culture. Um, I am here with the lovely Hillary. Hi. And Hillary, you look lovely today. Would you mind telling me why? (laughs) Um, Today is Formal Friday. Um, We've restarted a harmonics tradition um, of once a month, um, those who wish get dressed up in formal clothes, since normally we're pretty casual around the office. Um, And so today um, we have a bunch of people um, looking very chic, uh, dressed up like madmen. Very nice. So what was the genesis of Formal Friday? I knew it used to be a tradition here and it went away and then it came back. I think it was actually our web team that started the Formal Friday. Um, And I I think it started actually before my time. So I'm not exactly sure what the the original idea was. Um, But I think it was just kind of a joke on how many companies have casual Friday. Um, because we tend to show up to work mostly wearing jeans and t-shirts every day. Um, We do the opposite, and we have formal Friday instead. So it's an excuse to bust out people's nice clothes if they miss them. Awesome. So today is Mad Men Friday. What are some of the other formal Friday themes? Um, The theme thing is a little bit new, so we're we're just getting started. We have an upcoming um, prom formal Friday, I believe, will be the next one, which everyone's really looking forward to. Um, And then we'll have to wait and see what the future ones are. Very cool. And so how will we pick themes in the future? Um, Staff at Harmonics are are welcome to suggest themes, and then we pick them at random once a month. Um, And, you know, people are free to participate or not as they wish. Excellent. Who do you think is the best dressed today on Mad Men Friday? That is a really tough call. Um, There's a lot of of really good-looking people around. I think... I'm probably going to have to give my vote to Kurt Davis, um, who is our operations manager. He's looking really, really slick in a kind of a shark skin suit ensemble. So pretty awesome. Yeah, Kurt looks pretty incredible. Um, all right, that's probably it for now. For more news about other cool things happening around the harmonics office and life outside of work and inside of work that's not related to games or music, stay tuned to the social segment. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's time for the Giggle Bitches segment with the Giggle Bitches. Cat. Hi. Steph. Hey. Allie. Woo. The Thrasher, yes. Giggle Bitches, go. Hey guys, what's going on? This is Cat, and welcome to the second installment of the Giggle Bitches podcast, uh, segment of the podcast. We are going to talk to you today about our recent adventures at CMJ in New York and the Be Excellent to Each Other fundraiser in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Um, and we do have a special guest, non-giggle star with us today, Mr. Alex Navarro. Alex, how are you doing today? I'm a man. This is true. Well, <laughs> well, well. Um, oh my god, it's Alex Navarro. <laughs> I'm a man surrounded by women who will not stop giggling. Oh, that's us. <laughs> he does not know what to do with himself. Not in the slightest. Um, so, yeah, last week we were at the CMJ College College Music Journal Festival in New York, um, which is an indie music festival that features hundreds and hundreds of indie bands and uh, smaller sign bands on indie labels, and they play in, I think, over 100 venues across Manhattan and Brooklyn. And, uh, Steph, what did you think of CMJ? Um, I thought it went really well. This was my first CMJ, so I was pretty excited to get down there. 
we got a good chance to pimp out the rock band network to a lot of these bands. And uh, for those of you who don't know, that's a way for anyone who owns the um, masters to their songs can author them into playable tracks in rock band and sell them to people. Uh, so it's a good way to make some money and get your name out there. So yeah, we got a lot of um, interest from bands, which was awesome. Um, some guys from Sub Pop came down. Yeah, to that to was us. cool. Yeah, um, we had Jeremy and Caleb from our audio team there, um, showing off the tools and explaining how they work. They even were able to pump out the newest main drag song, "What's Your Favorite Dinosaur," to demo live on the floor where we were in the Pure Volume Artist Lounge at CMJ. Yep. Uh, we talked to tons of bands from all around the world, really, and everyone was really excited about Rock Band Network and uh, the chance to get their song into the game, so it was really cool. Yeah, it was. We got to see a lot of uh, good shows, too, go out networking at night. Um, and, yeah, we saw Math the Band, We Are Wolves, uh, the main drag, of course. Yep, St. <laughs> Helena was another band that we saw. Yeah, Mono Gold, I really liked them. Um, yeah, it was, it was awesome. It was a really good, very productive week. Did any of you guys get a chance to go out on the heavy metal cruise? No. We did Do you not. know anyone who went on the heavy metal cruise? Uh, I, I'm aware of a couple of people who went on the heavy metal cruise, which I am told was a uh, straight up just a boat that they rented to like go out on the water, like on one of the rivers, and just like float around while heavy metal bands played, uh, including such uh, awesome acts as Goat Horn. Oh my wow. god, I can't believe I missed this. Yeah. That sounds very romantic and peaceful <laughs> yeah. on the water at night. Yeah, no, it's, that's beautiful. Ro if, it's romantic. If Goat I bear. had gone, I would have held hands with whoever came with me. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess CMJ wanted to keep uh the heavy metal contingent away from the 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 otherwise <laughs> indie. Yeah, the otherwise indie uh, gathering of, that's of bands. <laughs> by the end, segregationist at least. <laughs> well, that's fair. By the by the end of the week, I definitely had a serious loss of hearing, which I'm still experiencing this week. So I'm afraid it might be permanent. But if I had gone on the goat <laughs> heavy metal cruise, I think maybe my left ear would be completely deaf now. Hey, Steph, can you hear me right now? What? Who's saying that? <laughs> Um, so, uh, elsewhere in the world during CMJ, there was the Be Excellent to Each Other fundraiser that went on in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Um, and the Thrasher and Mr. Special Guest Star Alex Navarro were there for that. So what was that like? It was, it was awesome. It was really, really fun. So Be Most Excellent was run by the lovely, the talented, the hilarious and very hospitable, uh, Lisa Mason. Who also recently just had a birthday. Happy birthday. Yeah. Oh, did she? Oh. Yeah. She did. Happy birthday, Lisa. Ow! You're the best. Um, and it was awesome. It was So this was my first time in Minneapolis, and if the 501 Club, where we had the event, and the people there are any indication of the greater uh, Twin Cities sort of uh, area, I want to go to there and spend a lot of time there. Awesome. Yeah, no, it, was, it was super fun. Uh, we had Rock Band on a full-on stage in, in the venue, and it was sort of broken up into like our sets where people would come up and play there but yeah it was awesome we had a, an amazing crowd people knew how to play the game people were good at the game people had good song selections um rock band-aid came down our friend cool uh, awesome and the minnesota roller girls were there that wow. was wicked sweet cool. yeah those chicks um, were yeah. those chicks were buff I, they, yeah, I have a question like about Mr. this. Alex Navarro. <laughs> Who doesn't? <laughs> um, <laughs> I have a question, though. Is the name Be Most Excellent to Each Other, so does this have anything to do with Bill and Ted? 
Yes, it's a charity for Bill and Ted. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Finally. <laughs> Someone it's a, comes it's through. a charity to save Bill's career. Oh, man. <laughs> Poor Bill. Yeah, I forget what that actor's name Alex is. Alex Winter, right where are you Alex now? Alex Winter, that's Love, who it is. Yes. Yeah. Uh, he's trying to get a sequel to Freaked made, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so, and then they also had, like, a fairly awesome raffle going on. Uh, oh, they had, was like, so sick. They had all sorts of, like, game collections, like, from various publishers. Uh, I know Square Enix had a fairly big one. Um, I think we were giving away some rock band swag as well. Cool. But they also had stuff like, you know, like concept art from different games, like actual yeah. like artist interpret like just different pieces of art to, to give away. They had like signed Venture Brothers stuff that like some guy from the Venture Brothers got on a plane that afternoon to like frantically fly up to Minneapolis oh, to deliver awesome. that stuff. Got in Amazing. at like ten thirty. Wow. Yeah. And then there was really sweet stuff if you lived in Minneapolis. There were all these uh date and spa packages or like night out things that were pretty inclusive. They provided you with a date? They, they provided you with, like, two tickets, like, a full-on dinner, two tickets to an art museum, tickets to movies, and pe- people were, uh, people who won them were, like, calling out to the crowd and being like, I don't have anyone to go on this with, and people were like, I love you, you won a prize! So they yeah. did kind of provide a Yeah, that, that's, yeah. that's yeah. what I was looking for. Yeah, that's like great. That. No, it was good, yeah. because otherwise I would have had to do it, and that would have really been awesome. They should have raffled off a date with Alex Nobody. Straight up, oh, straight next up. year, Lisa, if you're listening, dates with Mr. <laughs> Alex Navarro. Here's what I won't do. No art museums. No, uh, <laughs> no food. cultural events. <laughs> no hockey that. game. Yeah, no, straight up. If there's like if there's like beer involved and coffee beer. Coffee um, beer. I can take my pants wait, wait, off wait. at some point. Then, yeah, wait, what is this great. about about coffee beer? Oh coffee beer. Yes. We no, discovered that's a coffee beer. And I mean we love alcohol, so we want to hear about the coffee beer. Yeah, this, no, this is good. This is a tea for teen, right? This, yeah, all right, we're good. This we're all those things where it sounds like a really bad idea until you have it, and then it's a really good idea. Well, actually, I thought it was a good idea from the start because these are both things I love. And and it's beer and coffee mixed together and kept wow. really, really cold. It's brewed out of coffee, <laughs> beer, and whatever goes into headache. Because oh, I had yes. one, and I had the most splitting headache of my life. So afterwards. it's coffee, beer, and goat horn. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> no, it was, and I'll say this again, delicious. Wow. I didn't get a headache, but it did make me really hungry. I ate two dinners. Yeah. That's probably all the caffeine that was putting your metabolism on overdrive. Yeah. I apologize to anyone who tried to talk to me towards the end of the night, because I ignored a lot of people because I was busy eating. <laughs> no, I didn't really. I'm good at my job. I'm really nice. <laughs> so, yeah, um... That has been our past week in Giggle Land. Um, what do you guys got coming up? What are you doing? What's going on? Uh, coming up, we have an event at the Somerville Theater, which is in the Boston area, on Sunday, November 8th. They're going to show a, a classic Beatles movie, and we're going to be there playing um, the Beatles rock band with all the fine folks that are that are also there with us. Um, and answering people's questions. Yes, and answering people's questions. We're... So if you want to get out and meet the Giggle <laughs> in person, make sure to come out to the Real Theater on November 8th. November! Have... November! Have... Sunday, Sunday, Sunday! <laughs> they have beer... And coffee at the Somerville Theater separately. But you could pour one to the other. Okay, so in conclusion, <laughs> what what we've learned this week is that pour bad things into other bad things and pour, then drink them. Pour things together and drink them. Goat <laughs> is best kept away from the mainland. <laughs> so yeah, that's it. We are the Giggle <laughs> with special guest star, Mr. Alex Navarro. Woo! And we will see you next time.
Hey, everybody. So after our first podcast, we put out on Twitter and I think on the forums that we have a Skype voicemail mailbox um, at hmx.mailbox. If you have Skype, you can contact us. You can leave a message on our voicemail. And, uh, you know, a couple of the better voicemails we'll uh, throw up here on the podcast. Uh, One of our first voicemails that we received, probably our first voicemail, was from an editor from Destructoid, Nick Chester. You know him, you love him, it's fantastic. I feel like this is a really great way to sort of like burst this whole voicemail thing wide open, starting with uh, with Nick. So here's his message to all of you. Hey guys, uh, Nick Chester from Destructoid here. Uh, I just wanted to call in and say congratulations on launching the podcast. Uh, I guess Rock Band came out in 2007, so... You know, three years to get it off the ground, it's pretty good. You guys are doing pretty well there. And, I mean, it was a good first episode, you know, if you're into listening to, you know, cool people like the guy from Coheed and Cambria and Tim Schafer talk, which I guess is kind of a big deal. So, um, But what's really cool is that uh, Sean had said on his Twitter that you would now be accepting submissions for songs for future DLC and Rock Band right through your voicemail. So um, I'm going to take this opportunity just to kind of kick it off. Um, I have a list here. I'm, ju- I'm just going to go ahead and start reading them. Uh, King Kong by Frank Zappa. It's Halloween by The Shags, because, I mean, that's a holiday that's coming up. Anything by Nickelback, but, like, their early sh- like, when they were good, um, before they sold out. So songs like Fly and Window Shopper. I'm sure the masters for those are just sitting around Chad Kroger's house or something. Um, and when you're out, you might as well go ahead and put uh, 50 Cent's Window Shopper in there, too. And Lily Allen's spoof of that, Nan, you're a window shopper. Christina Aguilera's Fighter. That's a good one. Uh, Gala Peavy's I Want a Hippopotamus for Christmas, because again, I mean, that holiday's coming up too. Uh, the theme to the 80s cartoon Skeleton Warriors, which according to Wikipedia, uh, Landmark Entertainment Group probably still owns that. So if they still exist and they're still in business, just you know, have, your, have your guys you know, pick up the phone and make some calls, pull some strings, get it done. Anything by Blowfly. Um, if you can get the 1978 Porno Freak album in its entirety, that would be pretty good. Tiptoe Through the Tulips by Tiny Tim. The Twelfth of Never by Johnny Mathis. Uh, I have on here Suck a Polar Bear's by Wesley Willis. Um, but I'll settle for Suck My Dog's or, or Suck a Caribou's. Either one of those is good. I'm Too Sexy by Right Said Fred. I Want My Baby Back by Jimmy Cross should be on there. Uh, itsy bitsy teeny weeny polka dot whatever the f- bikini by brian highland get that on there too that song from i made a game with zombies in it because you I mean you guys have like what it's like almost 800 tracks playable in rock band now maybe more i can't keep up but i mean none of them are as cool as that one uh, the purple people eater that's a good one you should put that in there uh slayer season in the abyss but the version with flutes i don't know if you've heard that one there's there's i have an mp3 of it and there's flutes in it it's pretty good there's this one song, I don't know the name of it, and I don't know the band either. I think they only had one hit. It's like dun 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 And then there's like a girl singer, but she's doing the backups. She's not the lead singer. The lead singer's a dude. I don't know, whatever that one is. and I guess three eleven songs too. If you just release all of them, that would be cool. I'm really, really looking forward to some 311 and rock band that I don't know what the deal is. I mean, I've been posting on the forums and usually under different names. I don't use my own name, but uh, I've been posting on the forums and nobody's been listening to me. 
So if you could just like just get all of them and just throw them into that song authoring machine software you guys just released for the public, the uh, Rock Band Network, um, just put them into that and just you know get it done. I mean, it shouldn't take long. I think Alex Rogopoulos said there's going to be like 50 million songs on Rock Band by the end of the year. Is that true? I don't know. Anyway, um, so there's also there's some more on here too, but I'm going to say some, something for next Friday. So I guess I'll speak to you guys then. All right, bye. Hey, everybody, this is Sean, and this is the DLC Roundtable. I'll let everybody introduce themselves. Hey, I'm Alex. Hey, I'm John. Audio. Hi, I'm Allie, also known as Thrasher. I'm Kat. I'm Steph. I'm Eric Pope. And I'm Tim. All right, so, uh, yeah, we've got, uh, we've got uh, looks like, five tracks next week coming out. Um, we've got a the big one, the, the White Stripes three-pack. Yeah! Uh, yeah, I think everybody's pretty excited. We've been... We've heard about this for a while, and it's really great that it's finally coming out. Um, the the three tracks in there are Dead Leaves and The Dirty Ground, Girl You Have No Faith in Medicine, and Icky Thump. Yeah, Sean, thanks for picking these tracks, by the way. Oh, because that's oh, what yeah. I do. Yeah, we appreciate that you chose those Wait, specific you do that? ones. According to the forums, I pick and choose all of the DLC, hand author it, and then put it up. So why don't you pick any hits? God! <laughs> this is a load of crap. I'm the one who does all that. <laughs> That's John. You might remember him from a few years ago, but he's moved on. He's on the audio team. A few years. Has it been so long in your mind? <laughs> so hey, uh, hey, Jim Jom, since you, uh, since you picked and worked on all these songs, why don't you tell us how they are? Uh, I'm sad to say that I only got a chance to play one of them, uh, uh, and probably play is probably not the, the best choice of words. It was Icky Thump. I went down to QA and played like three notes, and the game just repeatedly like booped and beeped at me until I cried and left. Yeah, are we allowed to, to tell them why it's so difficult? Cause well, yeah, why, why not? Because, yeah. There's a, lot, there's a lot of gems. The, the, crazy, the crazy, like, organ stuff that Jack White does in it is, is authored to guitar in the song. Yeah. And it's really hard, because it doesn't really have any sort of meter to it. Yeah. I mean, I can't really remember off the top of my head, but I think, I think it went something like this. You missed the part where it goes, boy! <laughs> it's probably uh, the most difficult guitar song we've released to date. Uh... You I mean, do, you do realize we put out like two Satriani songs, I, I, I right? I know there's Satriani. I know there's like a lot of Shredtastic stuff, but uh, we're not we're not always authoring to, to to like crazy synth and organ stuff, which is what we're doing here. Um, I think some some other notable stuff would be like Smokin' from Boston, but uh, this is just ridiculous, and I failed out in like two seconds. And I think the audio, well, the, all the the team that chooses the DLC, which is not just Sean, um, did an awesome job. If you had to like boil down the White Stripes multiple albums into only three tracks, they did a good job of covering uh, the different the different eras of the White Stripes, and they're 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 three great songs. So, uh, in addition to the White Stripes, also coming out week of eleven ten, we have the Damned with Woo! Smash It Up, yes. uh, and then uh, Kasabian with Clubfoot. I think I think the Kasabian song is going to be a lot of fun at parties because it's dancey and has a crazy beat and um, it's not too overly complicated, but I think it's it's just a fun enough challenge for more like mid range kind of players. So you're saying it's a good uh, it's a good track to jam to. Yeah. You can groove to it. No, you can like run around the living room at a party with your friends and jump up and down and and not worry about failing out and have a good time and just yell the na 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 parts. It's a party pleaser. Yeah. <laughs> 
Thanks, Cat. Also, <laughs> it's also exciting that we have the Damned because since yes. since we put out the Clash songs, I don't think we've put any classic uh, punk into the game since the Clash. I right? think there's been a couple of songs here. I mean, there's stuff like the Dead Kennedys and no, like, yeah, I mean like the like the British seventies. Yeah, no, like the late seventies yeah. punk era hasn't been addressed in a while, and so. this is a pretty good representation yeah. of that. Yeah, it's great. All of these songs, except for Icky Thump, will also be available in the Lego Rock Band Music Store. Fantastic. Aww, thanks, Deffy Doodles. Uh, so at any rate, uh, thanks for listening to the DLC Roundtable. Uh, this is us signing off. Bye! Bye. Dun 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 d